So welcome to another awesome episode of Inside the Vault with Ash Cash, the greatest money mindset show on the planet where we're going to teach you and give you the insider's guide to peace, prosperity, purpose, profitability. I know I flipped that, but listen, we are excited because, you know, we have a leadership guru. We have a transformational coach who's really going to teach you these things, right? They're going to teach you how to create the peace that you, you want in your life, how to get that, that productivity going so that you don't feel like you're moving and not going anywhere, how to find purpose so that the work that you're doing, not even the work that you're doing, who you're being is giving you that purpose in your life. And then lastly, that profitability. We want to be profitable. Um, and, and you know, my next guest, Dr. Darius Daniels, is going to do that. What's up, my brother? How are you, man? Up, my God. Listen, man, I'm excited. I'm feeling the energy. Yes, I love the vibe. Yes, I'm inside the vault. I really want to interview you. Oh, I got man. like oh, man. <laughs> tons of questions. Yes, but, man, yes, listen, sir. I'm honored to be here, bro. Nah, thank you. Thank you uh, for being here. Um, and, you know, I appreciate you because... I mean, you've been an inspiration to so many people for a very long time. Uh, and when I was first introduced to you online, I'm looking at your stuff like, yes, man, this guy's talking <laughs> to me. Um, and, you know, you know, I feel like your message um, is, is, is really one that everybody needs. Yeah. Um, but specifically, just from that, um, you know, leadership perspective, right? Sure. Where uh, there are a lot of people who have the weight of the world on their shoulders um, and there's nobody, you know, that they could go to or they feel like they can't go to um, and, and you provide that uh, level of comfort, if you will, um, to teach people how to lead, right? And, and and the truth of the matter is that when, when I think of leadership, a lot of people think of the boss, right? Yeah. But the truth of the matter is that you know, even the person who is not the boss is a leader. They got to they can lead up, they can lead down. Yeah. Um, and so we're going to talk about leadership. We're going to talk about, you know, you know, relationships. We're going to talk about all of that. But yeah. before we get there, for those who don't know, who is Dr. Darius Daniels? Man, listen, I'm just, listen, I'm a brother who knows what it's like to be winning and losing mm. at the same time. Ooh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> right? yeah. Because you could be winning in some areas and losing in another. So I know what it's like to be winning and losing in the same, in, at the same time. And I know what it's like to also get some revelation yeah. that causes a revolution in the way that you live your life yeah. so that you can win in all the areas that matter to you. Yeah. And so I'm in a season of my life where I put it this way. I'm not just looking at how much fruit I can produce. That's how many people I can reach and touch. Yeah. I'm asking myself, how many trees can I plant? How many other people can I raise up, develop, train, develop and deploy so that they can reach other people so that they can experience the truth that abundance is their birthright. Hey, you know, you know. Um, Expound a little bit on um, that philosophy or or, or what you talk about. Um, You could be winning and losing at the same time because I don't think um, that people... Um, you know, really realize that. Facts. Yeah, I, yeah, think, yeah. I, think, I think people think um, from the outside looking in that if somebody's winning, they're just winning. Um, and if they're losing, they're just losing. Yeah. But you, you, can, you, can, you can be both. You can be winning and losing at the same time. Yeah. And bro, it, it all comes down to how, you, how a person defines success. Yeah. So typically, when somebody says somebody's successful, this is what they mean. They mean that person overachieved in one area. Mm. But that yeah. one area that they overachieved in 
doesn't represent all the other areas of their life. Yeah. So you can be rich in one area and poor in another. So you can improve the financial quality of your life while destroying the emotional quality of your life. Or you can improve the emotional quality of your life while destroying the financial quality of your life. And so for me, my philosophy is we don't have to choose this or that. It can be this and that. <laughs> you just have to learn the right way and take the right steps to actually get you there. Yeah. And I feel like that's kind of one, that was my experience in my own personal life. So that kind of philosophy came from my experience, bro. Yeah. I'm gonna tell you this story. So this was 2014, it's October, I'll never forget. So from most people's perspective, they would say, I was winning. Mm -hmm. I mean, traveling and speaking literally in different parts of the world, had signed my first book deal, finishing doctoral work. I mean, things just going, going well. Bro, one morning I woke up. I had never experienced this before in my life. I woke up sweating like crazy. Heart palpitating like it was beating out of my chest. Wow. Tremors, yeah. like hands and body shaking. And I couldn't stop it. And literally in my mind, I could not gather a coherent thought. It was like, I was spaced out. If you would have asked me my name, mm. I couldn't have told you. Wow. So I'm in almost like this trance for like a couple of minutes. Yeah. My wife doesn't know what's going on. She like, what's happening? And then all of a sudden, after a few minutes, it kind of subsided. Yeah. So what we did is, obviously, we had a conversation with somebody that, that we knew, like, yo, this just, just happened. What was going on? And as I talked through the window, they was like, yo, I think, I think you just had an anxiety attack. Mm. It's like an anxiety attack. I've never had anxiety. Right. I don't have anxiety. Like, what do you mean anxiety attack? And she's like, well, are you under some stress? I was like, nah, mm. everything going well, I'm winning. And then they started asking me what was going on. And then I, I started explaining it, explaining it to them. And after that moment, I knew I had to take some steps and I started, I, I, I knew I needed two things. I was like, yo, I need, a, I need a therapist for my past. I need a coach for my future. Mm. Oh, that's good. Got me? Oh, that's good. Yeah. That's good. yeah. Yeah. And we did some digging and what we saw, bro, I was winning and losing at the same time. Wow. Yeah. Because I was getting rich in one area, but I was getting poor in another. And so, and so when I deal with and when I'm talking to, when I'm coaching leaders and entrepreneurs, I can't tell you how often that's the case. Yeah. And people on the outside looking and they're admiring. Yeah. And desiring what they see, not realizing what, what people are dealing with on the back end, those things they don't see. Man, and I, and I, and I love that because that puts it in, in, in so much perspective because I think that um, there is this misconception um, that if you just made more money, if you were, um, you know, if you got a coach, if you were rich on this side of life, that everything else just fixed itself. Um, talk a little bit about that, um, the, the need to, um, you know, deal with uh, the past, right? Because, you know, I know for me in, in, in my life, I've been at situations where, you know, I thought that, you know, I, I've, I've overcome, you know, certain, you know, pieces of my life, but then I realized that it shows up in different ways because I never really address them, right? Like, I just kind of like, was like, oh, I, I, I don't like that. I'm going to run over here. And I'm going to get so busy over here that, 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 that this thing is going to go away. But that yeah. thing was just, it was just waiting. Like, it's yeah. just, it's like, I, I see you, but go ahead. You know what I'm saying? So talk a little bit about um, that, that, you know, the importance of um, kind of closing out a, a chapter. Yeah, for sure, bro. Here's the thing. Uh, Jim Rohn puts it this way. He said, whatever you build, 
is going to rise or fall to the level of your own development. Got me like to. So I, I think it's important for people to wrap that around, wrap their head around that. You can't build bigger than you because at some point, whatever you build is going to come back down to the level of your own development. This is the way I say it. More of anything means more of everything. Mm-hmm. God meant to whomsoever much is given, much required. More of anything means more, more of everything. So there's some stuff that we want kind of on the front side, not realizing there's stuff that comes with that on the back side. So when you get more influence, you're going to get more haters. Mm. You get a promotion, it's going to be more pressure. Yeah. Right? You get more money, it's going to be big. It's more money, it's going to be more problems. Like, there's a backside, bro, yeah. to, every, to every blessing. And yeah. so it's your own development and your growth as a person that gives you the shoulders that are big enough to carry what you're trying to trying to uh, trying to build. Yeah. And some people's dreams are bigger than their shoulders. And so th- my job, my job, my calling, my assignment is not just to help people with their dream, but to help people with their shoulders, mm. so that you become the kind of person that can do the kind of things that you're dreaming to do. And part of that is this, part of that, Socrates put it this way. He said, whoever fails to look within will always go without. Mm. Mm. And so this whole idea of having insight and introspecting, introspection and looking internally on the inside of you, in the emotional intelligence space, we call it um, self-awareness. That's the first quadrant of emotional intelligence is self-awareness and realizing, yo, there are things about me that I don't see that are hurting me. There are things about me that I don't see that are hurting me and being willing to do the work to address some of those issues. Because listen, bro, whatever is unaddressed and undealt with in me Mm. is going to show up in some way in what I build. Yeah, 100%. 100%, bro. And so people who like, so somebody is passive aggressive is going to show up in the way they do business. If somebody is a people pleaser, it's going to show up in the way that they do business. If somebody's hypersensitive, it's going to show up in the way that they do business, right? If somebody's got imposter syndrome, it's going to determine whether or not they're going to execute on their dreams. And so there, there are people that are watching this right now, bro, that have tablets, iPads, computers full of notes yeah. that they can't execute yeah. Yeah. because they hadn't become the kind of person that can execute them because they hadn't paused for the cause to do the work and realize that I'm work that when I'm working on me, mm. I'm building what I'm supposed to build at the same time. Yeah. Because when I build into me, I'm yeah. building into the thing that's gonna build the thing. Man, no, I love that. And and you know what? You know, I, I feel like a lot of people, um, you know, get stuck or don't do that introspective work because of their environment, right? Um, you know, specifically, a lot of people. Um, might be in a relationship yeah. that they, um, you know, shouldn't be in. Um, they're around, you know, friends and family who are not supportive of them. They feel like if they elevate to a certain level, it's going to change who they are and the people who who they want to be around is not around. You know, like, like why is it um, that instinctively we know that a relationship is toxic, whether it's our significant other (laughs) or a relationship at work or, you know, whatever. Like, we know it's toxic, but we still um, don't make a decision to get rid of that toxic, you know, relationship. It it comes down to this, bro. It's a lack of relational intelligence. Mm. Now, here's the thing. It's amazing to me how we assume that I have to be trained to flip a burger. Mm. 
but I'm gonna automatically know how to manage relationships. Wow, wow. Everything that is significant is gonna require some kind of training. Yeah. And so like, so for me, this is what I, I believe is like four kind of intelligences that a person needs to succeed in life. Just four, if they get these four and they, get, they can master these four, they're gonna experience holistic success, not just overachievement in one area, but balanced achievement in the areas that, that matter, right? You can have some sense and some sense, you know? <laughs> right, 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 right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So one is like spiritual intelligence, like a person needs that. So they need to be connected to something greater than them. There's some decisions in life that are great decisions. They ain't black or white, they ain't good or bad. They, they better or best, should I move, should I stay? Should we stay together, should we break up? Should I expand, should I scale, should I not? It's not black and white, yeah. it's gray. So for gray, you need to be connected to something that's bigger than you so that you got more than five senses, you got a sixth sense. Mm. So that's spiritual intelligence. Yeah. The second one is emotional intelligence. The ability to recognize and monitor and manage my emotions. Uh, the, the, the third is leadership intelligence, uh, which we'll talk about a little bit later. But the one you're talking about now is relational intelligence. And that's the ability to define and align my relationship. This is what it means, bro. This is what I believe. This is my philosophy. Everybody in life, I believe, is equally valuable. Mm -hmm. Wall Street, off the street. Mm -hmm. Equally valuable. Yeah. But everybody don't add equal value to you. <laughs> yeah. Got me? Yeah. Everybody's equally valued. So the person that work on Wall Street is is no more no more uh, value in the eyes of God than the person who live on the street. Right. But everybody don't add equal value to you. And if you don't know how to define and align your relationships, you'll wake up one day, you'll get to the end of your life and you'll say, the people that mean the most to me got the least from Ooh. me. Ooh. You understand what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I think when a person recognizes that I got a responsibility, that I can't do life right and do relationships wrong, I got a responsibility to steward my relational life well. Because as my relationships go, my life go. Yeah. You know, whenever my life got better, whenever I experienced a quantum leap, somebody came into my life that needed to come in or somebody went out of my life that needed to go out. Yeah, 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 and yeah. so when, when you see it that way, I yeah. think it gives people the courage yeah. to make a move they know they need to make. You yeah. mentioned toxicity. Yeah. Most people know that a relationship is toxic. Mm -hmm. They just don't have the courage mm. to actually pull the trigger yeah. and set a boundary. Yeah. When you think about you know the four types of intelligence that you have yeah. to have, um, that toxic relationship, um, it, it, it also, it, it sort of feels like it serves as a, um, a, a way of self-sabotage or a way of um, lack of self-love, right? Because if you love yourself, um, you would know or, you know, it, like, and, and not saying that people purposely don't love themselves, yeah. but this this unconscious, um, you know, lack of self-love allows them to stay in these toxic relationships that doesn't give them that relationship, uh, you know, intelligence. And then now, like you said, it's it's starting to show off in all of these other pieces of their life. Yeah. Right. And and so and so and so we, we talked about like leadership intelligence. Um, wh what is a leader? So this is this is my definition of a leader. Yeah. A leader is somebody who influences an individual or an organization toward their purposes. Mm. So if you ask me, we talked about this earlier, if you ask me who's a leader, I'm gonna say everybody's a leader. Yeah. Because leadership is influence. Yeah. And everybody has influence with somebody. Yeah. So even if you don't have a leadership role title, you got leadership responsibility. Yeah. If you're an uncle, you're a leader. If yeah. you're a big brother, you're a leader. Yeah. If you're a friend that's giving somebody advice, you're leading them in that moment. Yeah. And so the key word it though is influence. Yeah. See, when people hear leadership, they often think about authority. Yeah. Authority 
makes somebody follow. Yeah. Catch this. Influence makes people want to follow. Mm. Two different things. Yeah, and so it's real important, especially in the business space, because the business space is really management culture, it's not leadership culture. Right. And when you're making people follow, you're gonna get the bare minimum out of them. Mm-hmm. But when you become the kind of person that make people want to follow, then they come early, stay up late, they give you the, they go the extra mile for you, they're more productive, et cetera. Yeah. So I believe it is the number one, I'm gonna I'm I'm scream this until I ain't on this earth no more. Yeah. It is the one of the most important skills any entrepreneur, any person can have, yeah. but definitely any entrepreneur can have. Mm. It is the highest paid profession in the world. Mm. Mm. Think about this. Yeah. The highest pay. Go through the top, the richest men in the world, what they do? They lead. Right. They see, when you look at your favorite athlete, your favorite artist, mm. somebody else writing their check. Right, right. Yeah. Think about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it is, it is one of the most underestimated skills, mm-hmm. but it is the most important skill in life and in business. And, what, and what's, the, what's, the, what's, the, what's the qualities of, of a great leader? What would you say the qualities of a great leader? Yeah, so I'm, I, I call this C4 leadership. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is going to be four things, right? Okay, so the first one is this, man. Character. Mm-hmm. Character. Mm-hmm. And so I know people don't talk about that a lot, but that's so important because Stephen Covey says, the one who wrote Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, he said, every relationship moved at the, move at the speed of trust. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Got me, you know what I mean? And so people need to be able to trust. You're going to do what you say you're going to do. Yeah. 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 <laughs> they need to trust you're not going to exploit me. Mm-hmm. They need to be able to trust that you're not going to take advantage of me. Yeah. They're gonna, they need to be able to trust that, yo, you really got my best interest at heart. Yeah. So character, mm-hmm. that's, that's the first one. Then two, competence. Like, you got to be able to do what you do. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You, you, there, there, is, there has to be a degree of mastery at a certain skill. There's got to be some proficiency. Yeah. Like, if you're a good person, people want to hang out with you. Mm-hmm. They don't want to follow you. Though. Right, <laughs> right, right, right. Just because you're a good person. Yeah. So there's a character piece, and then there's, there's the competence, mm-hmm. which, is, which is, I think, absolutely essential. Mm-hmm. And then here's the third one. This is a John Maxwell joint here. It's care. Mm. People don't care how much you know. They want to know how much you care. Yeah. That, that, that when you actually value people, that positions you to add value to people. Yeah. And I think care is an overlooked motivator. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was having a conversation with someone earlier today, and they were talking about how whenever people call them, they just go right into what they want. Mm. Like, yo, can you da-da-da-da-da-da-da? Instead of like, are you busy? Right, 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 right. yeah. Do you, do you have a moment? It, right, they have a time, they have a moment. Yeah. Is everything all right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And then the last one, bro, is cadence. Mm. Neo says it all the time, success loves speed. Yeah, yeah. Success yeah. loves speed, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, how can you keep up with the horseman if, if, if you run it behind with the footman? Right. And so there's got to be an ability there, a leader, a knack, an, in, an instinct yeah. to act. Yeah. immediately yeah. to move decisively. Yeah. An indecisive leader is an oxymoron. You understand what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. so for me, that's 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 what I call it. I call it C4 leadership. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm going to keep screaming this, bro. Yeah. I'm going to keep screaming this. Yeah. It is the number one skill that needs to be developed in life and in business. Yeah. We were talking about this off camera. Mm-hmm. 
you do not go as far as your dream. Yeah, yeah. You go as far as your team. Exactly, that's one. 100 percent yeah yep yeah. without a vision people perish but without people the vision stack yeah 100 yeah and 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 so let's, let's talk about that right because i i, I you know like you said we were talking behind the scenes um and i realized like in my business um what helped me manifest my dreams faster um was the ability to get a team um, but not, not just any team, not just <laughs> like, yo, I'm, I just need people on the bus. It was yeah. like getting the right seats on the bus, like Jim Collins says from That's Good to right. Great, right? Like, how do you get the right seats on the bus? And, um, you know, being able to say, hey, I have this dream. I need somebody to do this piece of it, but I want to make sure I attract that person that ha- that piece that they're going to do is actually part of their dream, yeah, right? And strong. that we come together. And so, um, you know, as a leader... Um, how do you attract the right the right team? So this 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 is huge, bro. This is huge. Yeah. <laughs> and, and let me tell you what I mean by this. So I, I'm gonna begin by saying this: if you don't know what you're looking for, you won't know when you found it. Ooh. So very often, when people are like visioneering and doing vision boards around business, they're talking about like the, the stuff they want to buy with income, the kind of business they want to have, the kind of clients they want to serve, but they're not visioneering about the kind of team I need to actually do that. So that needs to be a part of people's visioneering or whatever terminology they're using out there. It it needs to be a part of their their process. You know what I mean? And so just like there's an avatar that a person will have for a particular product or service, there needs to be an avatar that you have in your head as it relates to people on your team. So you should be asking yourself two questions. It's situational and contextual. Mm -hmm. Situational meaning this. I should be asking myself, what do I need now? In this era in my business, in this era, this stage in my life, what do I need now? Because when you just starting, you might need one person that can do five things. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? Right, right, right. Right? right? So it's like, based on the, the, the stage and state of my business, what do I need now? Then contextually, you're asking, uh, who do I need here? Mm. Like, based on my vibe, my, 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 my ethos, my energy, how I know I roll, what kind of person can handle that? Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. So, like, hypersensitive people, and I, I'm not judging it. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't work well with me. You understand right, right, what I'm right, saying? That, yeah, and I'm not saying something's wrong with them. I'm saying that's a wrong fit for me. Right. Right? But if you don't know, if you hadn't created that avatar, you you won't know. And so, I'm asking myself four questions. I'm looking for the four C's. One, I'm looking for character. Yeah. Can't work with people I don't trust. Yeah. Two, I'm looking for competence. Mm-hmm. You got to be able to do the job that I need you to do. The jobs, mm-hmm. right? Then three, here's the other thing I'm looking for, bro. I'm looking for chemistry. Mm. Yeah. Watch this. Because one of my mentors, Myron Golden, said this. He said, if you're working with people you don't want to work with, mm. one day you will wake up and hate your business. Mm. <laughs> yeah. You understand what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, 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 so I'm yeah. not saying everybody's going to be family, yet right. at the same time, is there is there is there chemistry, chemistry right? Yeah. You know what I mean. Yeah. And so, like, I want honesty, yeah. but not combativeness. Mm. Mm. Big difference. It's a huge difference. Oh, so different. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So if we got a common enemy, we're trying to fight. We can't defeat that enemy if we're fighting each other. Yeah. Yeah. You understand? And then the other one is cadence. Mm. I'm looking to see, can you keep up? Mm. Yeah. 
Do you have do you have the pace? And so I, I feel like everybody define you get to define what character means for you. You get to define what confidence means for you. You get to define what chemistry means to you. You get to define what cadence means for you. Yeah. But I think those are four things. And what I'm finding is people are unwilling or they're so busy that they don't do that work on the front end. Mm. So they just pay the cost on the back end. Right. <laughs> Getting the wrong people, running through people, yeah. people tearing up your business, uh, ruining your reputation. Yeah. You're, don't pay people mm. to agitate you. Mm. Right. <laughs> right. Right. And, and, no, and it's so funny because, you know, and, 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 and that's, that's something I think someone needs to hear. Somebody watching right now, one of our insiders uh, need to hear that because there's, um, you know, when people think of, all right, I need to get to that next level, they they hire people, whether it's their team, whether it's people uh, that, you know, uh, a contract or whatever. Yes. And they're like, yo, you know what? I, I don't really like this person, but this person could help me get to this space. And then now they, they don't want to get on the phone. They agitate. They're like, nah, let somebody else deal with them. When at the end of the day, if you are a good leader, right, you would know how to pick the right people and then lead those right people the right way. And so... Um, does everybody have the ability to be a good leader? Can everybody be great? So, great is relative. Mm. Got me? Yeah. I do, so, I, I, <laughs> I want to say, because I do believe, right, that there are certain people who have certain, um, I believe you got three things. You got spiritual gifts, natural ability, and acquired skill. And so I believe different people have different measures of that. So I don't believe you, I, I don't believe you can develop what God didn't deposit, mm. right? So I can't pull out what God didn't put in. Yeah, yeah. So I'm acknowledging that yet at the same time, bro, mm. leadership is a skill mm. that anybody can develop. Yeah. You understand what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. And so you need to, de- you need to develop the skill to the degree that it helps you master what you've been called to master. Mm. So what I've been called to master and what I have to carry might require a different level of leadership development. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But you can develop this skill to where you're proficient enough to do the things that you're responsible for doing. Mm. And, and, and you know, th- this common thread of, um, you know, God depositing things in you, right? And you developing the skills that were meant for you, right? Yeah. Um, in this space of, um, I want to say social media, where you have access to so many people, you're looking at what other people are doing. Like, I remember, uh, like, on IG, you had this dope reel that you said, without the right attitude, you will uh, be unable to release, utilize, and make full use of your God-given purpose, right? What is the right attitude once one must have in order to get their purpose? Their purpose. Yeah. Yeah. So he, he, here's something else. And I know a lot of the stuff I'm saying might sound a little counter, countercultural, right? Mm-hmm. But people who are listening to, to this, you watching this show, you're not average. Right. You don't want average. Right? Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So you want to be extraordinary. So different makers are different. And if you want to live like no one else, you got to be willing to live like no one else. And so... That's from, a bar. <laughs> you want to live like no one else. You have to be able to live like no one else. Yeah, you got to be willing to live like no one else. Yeah. And so for me, one of the things, bro, that I think is like um, incredibly important is this is this word. I know people don't talk about it a lot. Accountability. Mm. So this is what I believe. Bro. I don't believe the graveyards just fill with uh, tombstones. I believe graveyards fill with unfulfilled potential. Oh, say that. And when you don't make full use out of what God's given to you, what you're saying to God is you could have took what you gave to me and gave it to somebody else who's going to do more with it. Mm. You understand? Yeah, yeah. Like your purpose is an answer to a problem 
in the earth. Mm. You understand what I'm saying? Mm. Yeah, and so when you don't fulfill that, there are some problems in the earth that don't get solved. Mm. And so what you do is you leave this earth and then you leave those problems for the next generation. Yeah. And those are giants that you could have knocked down. So this whole idea of accountability, yeah. like, yo, I'm accountable to God, yeah. right? Then I'm accountable to people I'm responsible for. I got family, I got people depending on me to be the best, best version of myself. I need to be accountable to that. Yeah. I need to be accountable to my community. I need to be accountable to my race, my people. Yeah. I need to be accountable to the larger human family. And so for me, it's an attitude of accountability. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we are all interdependent. We're all interdependent on it. Man, I love that. And then so, you know, you, you talk about uh, like greatness, right? Like being able to, um, you know, tap into your, your, your greatness. But when you do that, um, you're going to be attracting these these three uh, characteristics. Talk, talk to me a, a little bit about, about those, these three characteristics or these three things that you attract from, from being great. Four. Four. Okay, yeah. Four. Okay. We, we talking about the, the P's? Yeah, no, no, no. So, so, so like, right, self-optimization, right? AKA greatness. It'll trigger one of these three. Uh, so, so, so you got inspiration, intimidation, or jealousy. Oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah, okay, yeah, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so, so people have to realize this, okay? Yeah. Um, your greatness is somebody else's trigger. Mm. Yeah. Your greatness is somebody else's trigger. Yeah. See, this, here's the thing about something like insecurity and inadequacy, right? Uh, it's dormant in a lot of people mm -hmm. until it's triggered when they're exposed to somebody mm. that is optimizing. Or What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try or performing to the best of their ability, yeah, right? Yeah. And so what happens is when you reach your full potential, yeah. you, or, or when you're operating in greatness, you need to understand that some people are going to be intimidated by it. Got yeah, me? Yeah. Some people are going to be jealous of it. Mm. And then the other people are, and other people are going to be inspired. Mm. Yeah. This is, this, is, this is what you have to understand. Yeah. There's nothing you can do mm. to appease the first two, mm. but be a lesser version of yourself. Wow because you aren't responsible for that insecurity. Wow. Your greatness just triggered it. Wow. So the only thing you can do to make them feel better about them is to be a lesser version wow. of yourself. Wow. Yeah. You understand? Yeah. It's, you can empathize with somebody's issue and, and refuse to take responsibility for yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. You understand? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I can be like, yo, I feel bad that you feel that way. Yet I'm not responsible for right. it. You don't understand? Right. So I can't be, if I'm responsible for somebody else's irresponsibility, because mm. watch this, their brokenness might not be their fault, but mm. their healing is their responsibility. Ooh, yeah, yeah. So, so, if, so if I become responsible for someone else's irresponsibility, then I won't be able to be responsible for the things I'm responsible for, right? Yeah, yeah. And most of us, it's like, we got so much going on in 
us. Yeah. <laughs> we got yeah. need to, yeah. you know yeah. what I mean? We, 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 we need to deal with that first. Yeah. All right, so now, 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 now let's start to push some peas, Come right? on. Um, because most people who are watching here, like you said, um, our insiders are extraordinary. They, 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 they're watching this right now because they want to get to that next level in life. Um, and a lot of it is attached to, you know, profitability, right? But talk about the four Ps uh, and how can someone use that to live their best life? Yeah, and so th these are things that, that um, so when someone says like Darius, hey, what will be the consequence of your contribution to somebody's life? Mm. I'm saying it's gonna be these four things. Yeah. That's, that's my calling. This is the result. I'm, I am called to co-labor with people in creating. Yeah. And these are four things that I think are possible for every human. And so the first one is peace. And that is you can have a superior emotional quality of life. I'm gonna tell you this, bro. There's a difference, and I'm gonna keep screaming this because this is my message. Yes. This is my assignment. Yeah. There's a difference between standard of living and quality of life. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. You understand what I'm 100%. saying? Yeah, you can have a high standard yeah, of living yeah. and a low quality of life. Yeah. And see, you know, people, they flex and they, they do it all for the gram and <laughs> those kind of things. But when it fall apart, they come see me. See, mm. I'm the guy they come see yeah. when it fall apart. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Facts, I'm telling you what I know. Yeah. So there are people with high standards of living with low quality of life because the quality of your life is based on the condition of your heart. I don't care how much you have, bro. If yeah. you're not happy, you got low quality of life. Yeah. And, um, you know, we were talking about this off camera too, like the grind with entrepreneurship. Yeah. And how most of them are really, there's no such thing as balance, but there is rhythm. Right. Right? Mm -hmm. Work, rest, input, output, yeah. release, restore. There should be rhythm. And we talk about just people grinding, 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 grinding. Yeah. What that leads to is an inferior emotional quality of life. So when I run into people who can't stop, I ask them why. Mm. Why can't you stop, bro? Yeah. That's, is that is that drive? Is that fear? Mm. And yeah. fear is bondage. Yeah. You understand what I'm yeah. saying? So um, so peace. You can have a superior emotional quality of life. You can be less overwhelmed. Yeah. Yeah. Less stressed. Yeah. Right. Okay. Here's the other thing. Productivity, that's the second P. And that is, you should be able to do more mm -hmm. in less time and with less effort. Mm -hmm. The third one is purpose. And this is living your life with a sense of meaning mm -hmm. and calling, recognizing, watch this, that you got a unique design, that you've been designed uniquely. So, bro, I, I came in here, I was telling you earlier about what I admire. Mm -hmm. Like, I was like, yo, the energy is crazy. The charisma is, is crazy. The inquisitiveness, the ability to ask the right questions, right? The exhortation gift, your ability to inspire people and to motivate people. And you bring your heart to work. Right? So I can tell you working, but your heart's in it. You, and so work feel different when you bring your heart to work. So, but I can come in here and admire that and not desire it. Mm. I can say that's 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 Ash Cass' unique design. Yeah. But he's been wired for work. He's been crafted for a calling. He's been built by design. So he needed to be designed that way because his destiny requires it. So I need to admire that. I don't have to desire that right. because I've been designed in a way right. that fits that that fits my purpose and that fits my destiny. Yeah. And so without a sense of purpose, you're gonna stay in the comparison trap. Mm. <laughs> 
And that's that's a whole epidemic right yeah, there, yeah. right? Oh, man. Yeah, Especially we live in, now. Yeah, yeah. Everybody's comparing. Right. You having a good day. You think you're killing the game. Yeah. And then it's like, so, uh, you know, I mentioned one of my mentors earlier, Myra Gold, right? And so Myra does this thing. And he produces all these people that he leads these people into having million dollar days, right? And I remember the first time I got on like a mastermind call, there was a guy who had made like $367,000 in one day. He was embarrassed. Yeah. Yeah. He was embarrassed to see it on the call. I'm scratching my head like, yo. <laughs> like, right, right. This, we sad yeah, about yeah. this. Right, right, right. right? But it's yeah. just, and, and then he corrected himself. Yeah. Somebody in the call, he corrected himself like, yo, I need to be you know, more, more balanced there. But yeah. the point is, it's that culture of comparison. Yeah. The comparison is a fulfillment killer, bro. Yeah. It's a fulfillment killer. Yo, how do you, but, but just, just in full transparency, right? How do you, um, you know, cause we got the same mentor, right? So, yeah. I, so, so I go see a lot of you, right? Like I, I've, um, so like recently, um, you know, you know, as an influencer doing, you know, a lot of great work, um, I signed one of, I mean, no, not even one of the biggest influencer deal I've ever had with a brand, mm -hmm. right? And because I'm, I'm around so many people who are killing it on a different level, I did not celebrate. Right, I didn't celebrate. Like I didn't. Like I was like, oh, okay. And I'm and and I'm and I'm focusing on like, yo, I need like I'm I'm like. So how do you get to that space though, of not comparing when you are? And I and I'm you know and and so look we look we you go you go you go coach me right? <laughs> because I'm living. I love what I do though. I love what I do. I'm living in my purpose and. You know, God is blessing me, right? Like, 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 you know, my I got two kids, man, like we like we look, we good, right? And and God has blessed us. Um, and and God continues to bless, but I find myself, and I catch it though, I catch it, but I find myself, and it's not comparing, right? Because it's not like I want Darius life or this person's life, right? It's not comparing, but it is a space where um I almost feel like I'm not being grateful and I'm not celebrating my win so or, or, or the wins that I have. So how do we get to that space though of of being around uh, the you know living in your, your purpose, being around these people who are killing it on a different level, but still uh, being able to look at my life and say, bro, you yo you just closed the biggest. Look about the biggest. Like I've been, I've yeah, been an yeah, influencer yeah. for twelve years. I closed yeah. the biggest influencer deal with a brand I ever did, but I'm still like, eh, eight million dollars though. Yeah. So, so uh, this is what I think though. I, I think, I think there's a line there. Yeah. Because I think there's some healthy tension with that. Yeah, yeah. It's something I call the law of exposure. Yeah. Once you've been exposed, you can't be unexposed. Mm, yeah. Once I, once you expose me, yeah. you can't unexpose me. Yeah. So when you got, and when you and I got in this mastermind, yeah. And we got exposed yeah. to possibility. Yeah. Exposure awakens in you an appetite mm. for something you didn't want before because mm. you didn't know it was possible. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. You got me? Yeah, yeah. And so now I think we need to, if we were culture, I'm a culture, I'd say let's explore that a little further yeah. to make sure you're not judging what is a healthy tension. Maybe your appetite is simply changed. Yeah, 100%. And the thing that used to satisfy you emotionally yeah. or satisfy you financially, well, that's good. no longer satisfies. Yep. You understand good. what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah. So 100%. it's the same thing that happens when a person's appetite changes physically because I, I experience the I experienced, you know, the exact same thing. Yeah. And I think some things I was able to accomplish, yeah. 
I would not have been able to accomplish if I didn't have some healthy mm. dissatisfaction. Yeah, 100%. Some dissatisfaction is healthy. 100%. 100%. Yeah, and I, that was good because, because that perspective kind of helped, right? Because um, when you have a vision for something, right? Uh, you know, you know, me obtaining this deal was a manifestation of something that I thought was possible, right? So, like, from from, from my perspective of like being a financial educator or financial influencer, um, you know, my perspective was like, all right, cool. You know, I'm gonna work with these different brands. But when I when I I'm now around folks that are not, I mean, the brand deals are good. Yeah. But at the end of the day, I'm monetizing my impact now, right? So now I'm saying, no, I'm helping my clients write books that create six and seven figures throughout, you know, through through their ecosystem. And I'm monetizing that. So my appetite has changed because I've never really yeah, looked yeah. at it from that perspective. Yeah. So, I, yeah. so I appreciate that. And so talk to me about your program, man, because I, you know, I know, you know, you know, one of, you know, your purpose is to really help people, you know, have that peace, create that productivity, yeah. you know, create that purpose and be profitable. Yes. Um, and so talk about your program and, 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 and how um, it, it's been helping, you know, your, your clients. Yeah, man. So one, it was kind of birthed out of, like I said, my own experience, but then two, in my experience, serving others. That's how I knew I needed to come. I needed to uh, to go in this direction with this program called Leaders You. Yeah. And the reason I created it is because this almost, and of course I'm generalizing here, right? But almost every entrepreneur I was serving, leading, or coaching was articulating they felt two things: they felt overwhelmed, mm. or they felt under-optimized, meaning they weren't as productive mm. as they felt like they could be. Yeah. And when I got to the root of what some of them were dealing with, they had the they had a specialty skill. So like if you're an entrepreneur, it's like, so if you're a writer, you can write, that's a specialty skill, right? Yeah. But they didn't have the, they didn't have the leadership skill to actually lead themselves well and then lead others. The most important and the most consequential person you'll ever lead is yourself. And I can tell, I can listen to a coach, I can listen to a speaker, and I can tell they live in what they teach. A hundred percent. Yeah. I can tell if they're living what they're teaching because anybody, who just simply tells you willpower mm. creates the kind of changes you need in your life yeah. is somebody that's not living. Well, yeah, it's yeah. not willpower, yeah. it's why power. Mm. This is, this, here it is. If your why don't make you cry, the price of commitment will always be too high. Ooh, that's good. It's your why. When you hit a wall, it's yeah. your why. Yeah. So in my program with self, I deal with, there's, a, there's a part on self-leadership because yeah. I start with you first and I train people on how to hack you. Mm. You can't change you until you hack you. Yeah. You got to figure out how you can get you to do things mm. that you wouldn't do before, yeah. right? Yeah. So that's self-leadership. And then I deal with like leading others. Mm. And so I feel like you need to build the ark before it rains, bro. Yeah. Like, so, yeah. so there are some things you need to already have in place. Like you're believing on, believe, blesses the rain down. Bless my business. I'm about to blow up. Yeah. It's like, yo, do you have an ark? Yeah. You got structure, yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. To, to maintain what you're building. So we, bro, we literally help people like, yo, this is how you lead. Uh, I give examples of like, you know, I'm talking about an avatar. Mm -hmm. I give examples of avatars that we use so that you'll know who to look for. Um, also 
help people realize and recognize these are the things you need to do to discover, to develop, to deploy your team. Yeah. And um, and to me, the favorite module in, the, in my program, bro, is something I've been leading 20 years. Wow. And I took 20 leadership lessons yeah. that I learned over 20 years. Yeah. And I condensed it so they can get in a day what it took me decades to learn. Wow. Yeah. Wow. wow. And, and what and what is the um, you know. What what is the like 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 what is the result or what is the consequence of someone not leading their life and then like if they if they if they if they say you know what my life is cool I'm good I'm just gonna keep going status quo what is the the consequence of not you know becoming that true leader that they were meant 100%, to be hundred percent yeah those consequences are gonna be different for different people yeah but one consequence and this doesn't matter to everybody and if it doesn't matter to you I don't know what to tell you. But one consequence is this. You're going to die not reaching your potential. Wow. Yeah. Now, if that doesn't matter to you, I don't, I don't, know, I don't know how to motivate you. Because here it is. There are some people, bro, that are so good, they can do great by not giving it all they got. Say that one more time. Yeah. There, there are some people that are so good at a thing, they can do great by not giving it all that they got. I guess people that's watching this right now, and they, they killing it. They getting money, they getting to the bag, they got, and they know, it's like, uh, yeah, I ain't even really, I ain't even really giving it all that, that I got right yeah, now. Yeah. So, if that don't matter to you, you know, I, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, yeah. But that that will be the consequence. I don't care how good you doing. Yeah. You could be doing better if you got better at leadership. Man, if y'all, if y'all not, if y'all not picking this up, man, I promise you, um, you know, this is powerful because um, I know there's somebody watching right now. Um, I mean, you know it though too, because I like, like I've been at spaces where um, I was doing good, you know, you know, and I knew that, yo, bro, you, you, you know, you're not, you're not maxing out yeah. your potential, you know <laughs> yeah. what I'm saying? And so I know there's somebody right now that this is touching because they know, they know that they, that you are, you are right, but they, you know, there's this next level that, you, that, that, that is actually destined for you, that's actually right. waiting for you to like, it, it's perfectly crafted. You just have to have the right coach. That's you have right. to right, you have to, you, you know, someone has to help you, you help bring that out of you, that's you right. know? Um, finish this for me. Uh, I am. A transformational coach. Mm. Love it, love it. When it's all said and done, I will be a tree planter. Ooh, remember that? Spout on that for me. Say give me that one give me time. That. Yeah, yeah. I move past how much fruit I can produce. Yeah, that's how many people I can reach. Yep. Now I'm looking at how many trees can I plant. Mm, I love so that. it's not how many followers do I have. Yeah, now. it's how many leaders have I developed. Mm, I love it. I love it. Uh, I want everyone who crosses my path to know that there's more in them. Mm, love it, love it. Um, what, you know, what has been, so far, what has been the most extravagant thing you've done with money? <sighs> I really don't think I've done much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, re I really don't think I've done much extravagant. Yeah. There, there are reasons for that, you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, Brand-wise and optics, there are some things I would have to be aware of that others might not. But um, yeah, like what I would consider extravagant, people probably be like, "Yo, that's it." Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, a rolly. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Right, right, <laughs> right, like right. That. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then so, 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 what has been the most impactful thing you've done with money? Paying off all my parents' debt. Mm, I it. did it this past Christmas. Wow. House, cars, 
everything. Wow. My parents have no bills. Wow. What, what, what was that feeling like? It was the most significant thing I've ever done in my yeah. life, I feel like. Yeah, you know? yeah. Well, but besides the decision I made with my faith, it's yeah. the most significant decision I've yeah, made. Yeah, yeah. Most rewarding feeling. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's, I mean, especially with, you know, for parents, right? To, to, for all the sacrifice and the things that they've done. And Bro, my dad, bro. Yeah. My dad? Yeah. Bro, I don't even want to, I get emotional. Yeah, yeah. Like, my dad, my dad was amazing, bro. Yeah. My dad was a welder, yeah. bivocational pastor, yeah. um, worked all day, served the church, yeah. built basketball goals, build basketball goals when we couldn't afford it, bro. He would build it. Yeah. He taught me how to play basketball. Yeah, yeah. He taught me to shake a man when I shook a man's hand, yeah. to look in his eye. Yeah, yeah. He taught me, Darius, do your, your have-to-dos, and then you'll be able to do your get-to-dos. Have to do's before you get to do's. Yeah, yeah. And so, like, yeah. yeah. So just to be able to put him in that position. Yeah. Oh, that's a blessing. And 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 and, and so, uh, getting to that place, right? Um, you had to develop the leadership in you, right? Yeah. And like, what what was that? Um, you know, were you always the leader that you are? Uh, what was that transformation like? Like, what 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 made you pivot? towards that transformation? Well, I saw it was the one, I, I pivoted toward it because I saw it was the one thing I was missing. Mm. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I said earlier, Socrates, if you don't look within, you'll fail to go without. Yeah. And like, that's why I keep screaming the importance of this because I want people to realize like, yo, most of them, you got the sauce. Yeah. You got the sauce. Yeah. You got the dream. You got the vision. Yeah. You got the specialty skill. Yeah. You can do a thing well. Yeah. But you don't have the leadership skill. Right. And so when I realized that, it's like, yo, I don't have much peace. Mm. I'm not as productive as I want to be. <laughs> uh, I feel like I'm all over the place as relates to my purpose. And I'm not getting to the bag. Yeah. That's what caused me to say, okay, now I need to make the most important investment I'll ever make, and that's the investment I make in myself. Mm, you yeah, understand? Yeah. So I have, I've never invested in a program. Mm. I've always invested in me. Mm. No, I love that. <laughs> Got I me? love that. Yeah, yeah. 100%. Um, right now, somebody's watching who, you know, has this nine to five. They like tiptoeing themselves into a business, what would you, what advice would you have uh, for, the, for, the, for that side hustler? Yeah, I would say don't confuse your stream with a lake. Ooh. Develop your stream until it becomes a lake. I don't know why there is, like, I think entrepreneurship is important, but I don't know why we don't, we assume that everything happens exponentially. Some yeah. things happen incrementally. Yeah. And so what I say is, all the time, all the time, yeah. people are asking me, Yo, should I take that leap? Yeah. Should I jump out? It's not. And very often, there are some practical questions I think you should ask. Yeah. If you're a person of faith, there's some spiritual questions you should ask. Yeah. But I'm gonna always, I'm also gonna go to how are you wired? Because mm. some people, they're wired in a way they can't be creative under pressure. Mm. So they jump out there, they're gonna drown. Wow. Because they can't think straight yeah. <laughs> if they don't know where this money's coming yeah, in. Yeah. They aren't wired that way. And other people, they only optimize mm -hmm. when they back is against the yeah, wall. So yeah. based on your wiring, your wiring determines the route you mm -hmm. should take. So that, that would be where I would encourage somebody to look. Dr. Darius Daniels, um, you know, somebody who has developed these leadership skills over 20 years. Now you're developing other leaders. Um, you're at a space where uh, it's, it's planting trees. Uh, if you were to look back to 18-year-old Darius, um, what advice would you give him? I would tell 18-year-old Darius, I, I would tell him, give yourself some grace. Mm. Oh, yes. And that's what somebody need to tell their 28-year-old self right mm. now. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Because at 18, I felt like I should have been further along than I actually was. And somebody feels that way at 28. Yeah. But um, 
Yeah, I, I would say, man, give, give yourself some grace. Yeah. There were some years that were just a blur for me mm -hmm. that I kind of should have enjoyed a little differently Yeah, uh, yeah. because I was too hard on myself. Mm. And in, in, in hindsight, um, do you believe that there's anything you would have changed or um, are you of the thinking that everything that you've done it has led you to who you are right now? Yeah, I would say everything that I've, that I've done has led me to, to who I am right now. And so even though I don't want some of the experiences I had in my past, I'm not willing to give up the education I got from it. So um, with that being the case, I wouldn't change. Yeah, love it, love it. All right, cool. We're going to do a quick lightning round. Uh, and what we do is we take bank terms and we flip them for us inside the vault, right? And so uh, the first term is deposit slip. So you go into a bank, uh, you fill out the deposit slip, you're putting money inside the bank. But for us, uh, deposit slip is about a money mistake, a slip up, right? What is the biggest deposit slip or money mistake you've made in your, in your journey so far? Uh, probably, man, getting into too much debt too yeah. fast. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah that's, that's, that's gonna be, uh, that's gonna be my, and it wasn't good debt, you know what I mean? It, it wasn't debt <laughs> that I was, that I was leveraging to create assets. It yeah. was just, it was just debt that was a result of impatience. Mm. Expand on that a little bit more. Yeah, meaning that there are things that I got in one season of my life yeah. that put pressure and stress on me that I could have avoided yeah. if I had got in another season of my life, if I had been patient enough mm. to position myself properly mm. before I made some of those acquisitions. Yeah, no, I love it, I love it. Uh, number two, charge off, right? So charge off, you borrow money from the bank, bank wants his money, you don't pay the money back, it's trying it's trying to get the money from you, but eventually like, you know what, we're not getting the money, we're gonna charge it off. Uh, for us inside the vault, charge off is about people or mindsets, right? So what type of people or mindsets did you have to charge off to get where you are right now? A mindset that can, this is for me, right? Yeah. I had a mindset that confused helping people with enabling me. Ooh, that's good. So I thought I was helping. Yeah. But I was enabling. Yeah. And here's how you know if you're helping or enabling, right? How they respond to your no. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. If it's always yes, and then you get a no, then that lets you know, I ain't really been helping you. I've been enabling you. Yeah. So there's some money I invested in people that, uh, that, that I gave, not invest, that, you know, I just <laughs> gave the people. Right. But that was really, I wasn't helping. I thought I was. Yeah. I was enabling. Yeah, no, that's good. And and so how do you uh you know, how do you deal with that, right? Because I you know, I, you know, I know a lot of people uh who are, you know, first generation uh wealth builders if you will, get to that point where um they feel they have this like survivor's remorse where they feel like they have to give, uh, you know. That. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and like how, like how do you how do you deal with that um you know, uh that has space in your life to to, to make to, to know whether you're helping or enabling. Yeah, some people are actually just going to have to experience it. And I think that's one of the things that, uh, there are some things you learn by education. It's some things you learn through experience. Yeah. And so some people are actually going to have to experience. But for those that are willing to learn <laughs> from instruction, yeah. right? Yeah. Which is which is God's preferred method of learning. Like, right. like no parent wants to teach a child that the stove is hot by burning their right. hand Absolutely. every time. Yeah, you know yeah, what yeah, I mean? right, like right. at some point, I want you to trust me that this is hot. Yeah. So for those that are willing to learn from, uh, from, in, from instruction, I would just say that you need to check your motives yeah. and ask yourself, are you, at, is what you're doing actually an act of love for them? Mm. Yeah. Or is it a way 
to appease mm. your emotional guilt. Oh, that's good. That's good. Oh, that's good. That's good. All right, last but not least, uh, ATM, man. Uh, ATM for us. Uh, you know, you go to the bank, you put your card in, and you get money out. Uh, we, 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 we want some more money. You've been giving us some, some, some gold bars. Uh, ATM Plus is um, an, another teachable moment. Give us, give us one more teachable moment, another teachable moment, something that you want to leave our insiders with. Yeah, so I want to I want to I want to use something that's like really really um, practical, man. Yeah, and, and so it's it's something that I learned uh, when I had my first challenge. So uh, so we're in this mastermind group and we're learning how to do challenges. And so we take a week and we serve people, and then at the end of that, we give people an opportunity who want to go go deeper and do more to um, to do so. So I'm going into this challenge, right? And so I'm running all of the plays that I that I've learned and all of the infrastructure, all of the strategies. And, and all those things. And one of the things that I realized at the end of that challenge is this, that the success of that challenge was not just tied to my belief in the strategy, my belief in the offer. It was tied to my belief in me. So it was tough, especially for me as a spiritual leader, right? It's like, I had to learn, I learned the hard way. Yeah. That how far I go and how much I grow in any area, mm. in just determined by what I believe about God. Wow. It's also impacted by what I believe about me. Wow. And it took me, it took me doing things that I thought I could not do. Right. To realize that God's like, yo, I've been new this about you. Right. <laughs> right. 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 I've been new this right. about you. Yeah. 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 I yeah. had to get you to the point where you knew this about you. Because you always going to behave in a way that's consistent with the way you see it. Right. Nah, that's good. Hey, listen, y'all. Y'all going to have to rewind this. You know what I'm saying? Darius. Oh, my God. That was powerful. Um, yeah, listen, if y'all want to get more and learn uh, how to be a great leader, learn how to live in peace, how to be more productive, how to live out your purpose, how to be more profitable, You've got to tap into his program. Uh, we got a special offer for you. You can visit uh, insiderslead.com. So that's www.insiderslead.com, uh, where you'll get you'll get you'll be able to put some peas, right? Peace, <laughs> <laughs> uh, purpose, uh, productivity, and profitability. Uh, my brother, I appreciate, appreciate you, man. Thank you, you so guy. much, man. It's been like like this has been like food for the soul, man. Yeah. So I appreciate you. Uh, if anybody want to connect with you, you know, where can they find you? Man, I'm on all the social media platforms, Darius, Daniel, so they can connect there. Uh, then also DanielsDan.com is a place for people who kind of want to lock into uh, just some of the value that we're trying to add. All right. Listen, man, tap in with Dr. Darius Daniels. We are closing out the vault. Another awesome episode. Make sure, listen, you join our exclusive community. We got behind the scenes. We got exclusive interviews. We got a lot of stuff that you can tap into. I need you to text insiders to 646-687-4152. Become an insider officially, uh, but follow us on all social media platforms as well at Inside the Vault. Me, I am Ash Cash. Make sure you visit me, IamAshCash.com. Follow me on all social media platforms at I am Ash Cash. I'm going to see you next time, same time, same place, in God's will. Peace!